Buenos dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from Thursday, the 30th of December, 2021. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. We hope you had a great Christmas if you celebrated, and I wouldn't be surprised if Santa Claus, known locally as Papa Noel, had received a million letters asking for the end of the pandemic this season. I have a feeling that's beyond his reach, but Argentina could definitely use some help. The latest COVID-19 surge shows no sign of stopping, with an average of 30,000 daily infections. If you're in Buenos Aires, mostly, you probably started noticing a significant increase in cases around you, in the office or among your friends. That's because we're seeing the same number of infections we had in June of this year. The country was gripped by the virus so-called second wave. The good news is the number of deaths and the occupancy rate of ICU beds is significantly lower than last July. In Buenos Aires province, more than 80% of those admitted to intensive care had not been vaccinated. Although provinces like Córdoba and Catamarca have suspended massive events, that is more than 300 attendees, it looks like the government is not planning on imposing any strict measures at a national scale. In fact, they've decided to trim the COVID isolation period for vaccinated people from 10 to 7 days. So, if you are fully vaccinated, and tested positive, you'll have to stay at home for seven days. If you've been in contact with someone who tested positive but you don't have any symptoms, the isolation period is five days. For those who have not received two vaccine shots, the mandatory quarantine period will remain at 10 days, both if you've tested positive and if you've been in close contact with someone who did. These people will also have to undergo a PCR test at the end of their isolation period. Authorities in the United States have added Argentina to a list of level three high-risk destinations for travel. This does not mean vaccinated people coming from Argentina won't be able to enter the States. Rather, that traveling to Argentina while unvaccinated is now considered to be a risk. On that note, we've seen some confusion around one of the requirements for entering Argentina, which states that non-resident foreigners arriving in the country for tourist reasons must present COVID-19 health insurance. This does not mean you have to get a specific type of insurance that's COVID-19 only. Any type of insurance that covers COVID and is valid in Argentina is fine. Now, with this third wave, we would expect local health insurance companies to be there for their clients. However, on Sunday the 26th, news broke that prepaid medical groups such as Oste, Swiss Medical, Omint, and many others had failed to reach an agreement with service providers, clinics, hospitals, dental care centers, and all that. In short, the latter were demanding an increase of 9% given the soaring inflation. They said that their increased costs and new treatments could not be met with their current income. The problem is, the prepaid medicine companies stated they could not agree to that 9% increase as a consequence of the critical financial situation of the sector. Unhappy with the response, healthcare providers 
said they were looking to transfer that responsibility to us patients seeking medical attention in a scheme called Copago. That meant that people would have to pay 9% of whatever health service they were accessing in addition to the usual monthly fee that prepaid medical schemes charge. Naturally, this raised concerns across the government and the people alike. And after all the fuss, health providers met with officials from the Ministry of Health, and it was finally decided that they would not move forward with the Copago scheme. Hopefully, it will stay that way. Speaking of controversial measures, Ecuador became the first country in Latin America to make coronavirus vaccines compulsory and the first one in the world to make it so for kids as young as five years old. The decision was founded in the country's constitution, which gives the state the right to guarantee people's health. Only those with medical conditions that prevent them from getting the vaccine will be exempt. On that note about putting out those health fires, firefighters keep battling against forest fires in various southern provinces like Rio Negro, Chubut, and Neoquen. Unfortunately, the Patagonia region is no stranger to these devastating summer fires, which in this occasion have destroyed thousands of hectares of forest. No casualties have been reported and no evacuations ordered, as these are sparsely populated areas. Since we're on the topic of threats to the environment, Argentina is seeking to incentivize the agribusiness sector to significantly increase production and exportation of agricultural products over the next decade. This comes after an agreement between President Fernandez and the main agribusiness leaders, which could potentially create 150,000 jobs in the country. However, environmentalists have expressed concerns as this could jeopardize Argentina's emissions reduction targets. This sector is keen on innovation as cryptocurrencies are starting to break into it through the tokenization of assets like soybeans, that is, the representation of these objects in the digital world through blockchain technology, the agricultural sector could enjoy greater transparency and traceability. BitCow was the first firm to issue cryptocurrencies that are backed by Argentine agricultural assets, followed by AgroToken. And that's the main difference between these two and the better-known Bitcoin and Ethereum, the fact that they are backed by real-world assets, which also makes them less volatile. In a way, BitCow and AgroToken are stable coins whose value is linked to heads of cattle, cows, soybeans, and more. Speaking of stability, President Fernandez announced on Tuesday the 28th an agreement to freeze prices in the tourism sector. As the 2022 summer season kicks off, hotels, restaurants, and travel agencies will be monitored weekly to make sure their prices are not going up until the 16th of March. Although these types of measures are never met with agreement by the service providers, this may be a good call considering that the price of domestic flights increased almost 350% in the last two years. The price of international flights only increased 170%. So it's worth wondering what the deal is with domestic travel. 
While some blame it on the pandemic and the increased demand to travel within the country, others wonder if this may be a reaction to the Prebiaje program, a scheme that refunds citizens 50% of what they spend on touristic services with the aim of helping the sector recover. The good news in terms of recovery is that between January and October, Argentina registered an increase in gross domestic product of more than 10% compared to last year. It's been a slow process, but the sectors that recorded the highest growth in economic activity were indeed hotels and restaurants at 60%. Mining and quarrying also grew significantly at 18%. On the other hand, fishing, agriculture, and livestock fell compared to October of 2020. On an unrelated note, we've seen questions online about the best way to import products like clothing, electronic devices, and more. So I thought we could use a little reminder here. As you may have found already, Argentina is not an import-friendly country, and any international purchases for over 50 U.S. dollars usually get trapped in customs. Once that happens, getting them to release something can be a royal pain, with excessive taxes and hours wasted in the customs office. When it comes to importing these types of goods, our suggestion is to use services such as Tienda Mia, U.S. Box, Grabber, or any company of the sort that offers to deal with customs for you. This is no sponsorship, just a friendly tip to save you the trouble. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. But before we leave, we are going to read your minds. These are your wishes for 2022. One, no more COVID. Two, that everyone gets to know this wonderful podcast. No, well, close enough. Tell your friends about us, though. Happy New Year. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at argentina at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Argentina and Twitter at Rorschach underline ARG. Nos vemos el próximo jueves. Thank you.